what's up guys it's me dj ocean here with my co-host dj jitterbug and this is the fifth episode of the oj show Woo. yeah let's celebrate i feel so accomplished like, i know you're gonna have i feel like it's like an anniversary episode like yeah. it's only number five but we should more like, like 365 yeah. yeah oh my god i wait what episode of our podcast should we celebrate at because i feel like we have to have one 52 why 52? It's gotta be, like... Because, like, we do it once a week, and then it's 52 weeks. Maybe, okay. Girl, we're not even probably gonna be here in the summer. I don't know what you're talking about. We, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I forgot. Well, when's our anniversary? When did, Yeah, when did we do our very first podcast episode? I think it was, like, mid... I don't Mid-fall. Know. We don't even... So, like, October something. You guys can look it up, because you can see Maybe when it was October. Like you know what? I'll look this up later, and then... And then we'll figure so it out. I'm so disappointed in ourselves, because we don't even know when we recorded our first episode. All we okay. know is this is episode five, and yeah, we recorded four is. other ones. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway. <laughs> so, um, the artist that we are going to be doing today is Miss Lana Del Rey, which I'm so psyched about. I love her. I can listen to her stuff all day long. And actually, lately, I've been listening to her music, like, a lot. Like, her newest album, which is titled um, Norman Epping Rockwell, I have had on repeat, like, for probably the past, like, two weeks. Like, I just really... I'll go through phases where I do that with certain artists, but I just really love her stuff and that is a very good album and i love every song on it so (laughs) anyway i also used to listen to lana del rey but i have not listened to her more recent stuff Ooh, okay so i'm gonna be showing you one of the songs i'm doing is from the newest album uh the other ones i try to whenever i pick an artist i try to do a song if i can i try to do like songs that are like not all on the same album like i try to do one from one and then like one from another um, and try to split it up that way. Um, but yeah, so the first song that I'm going to be doing by her is called Without You. Um, this song, it's from, uh, Born to Die, I believe is the album name. Um, but this is a really good, I, this is one of the first songs I've ever heard by her. Um, and I really like it, so I'm going to go ahead and play that.
forget that that was like the name of the song yeah that song for me that's actually okay i love it so much i think just because it's one of the first songs i ever heard by her but honestly compared to like a lot of her songs now especially like she's written a lot of better songs i think i just wanted to play it just because it's one of my favorites um but it's not, I mean, it's not old. When did, when did Born to Die came it's out? It's probably like 2014 or something. Something not, like that. It's not so super not like old. old. But like, you know, I mean, she's still making, she just came out with an album. So like, as far as her music goes. Yeah, I like that song. Yeah, I like it too. I like, um, oh, 2012. Yeah. So, I mean, eight years ago. Quite a bit of time. It's um, 2020. It's 2020. But like. What I like about her songs, well, so, like, obviously, like, the main thing that she's saying is, like, I have all these things, but I don't have anything if I don't have you, right? Like, she's like, you're my, you're my thing that holds everything together, and if I don't have you, none of this stuff matters. Um, but I like how, and you'll, you'll see this in another song, um, 
um, she uses, like, these metaphors, almost, that are, like, really, for, like, really deep things. Like, she's like, I can be your China doll if you want to see me fall. And she basically meant that, like, I'll break myself for you, is, like, what she's saying. Because, like, China dolls are, like, fragile and all that. So she was like, if you want to see me fall, like, whatever you want, like, I will break myself for you because... I can't live without you, which is like, whoa, <laughs> but yeah. When I would listen to it, I think I also, in addition to that, like, I think she chose China doll, like, instead of, like, teapot, because, like, if you drop a teapot, you know, like, <laughs> that will also break, but I think it's interesting that she used, like, a China doll, because, like, they're supposed to, There's they a look a certain, certain way, yeah, like, goes with that image like yeah i know what you're saying she'll like put on a show just to like please them almost which i think was in a lot of like her early early songs like Mm -hmm. video game yeah which is like i don't know i hope her songs have changed since then because like we don't want to have to put on a show to be with someone right um yeah another thing too it was in this song it's in a lot of her songs i almost want to go through like all of the songs and like that she has and count how many times she references a summer and b the american dream these are two (laughs) running themes that she has throughout like the majority of her songs like i think almost all of her songs that i like and listen to she's mentioned one or both of those things which it's cool. Like, like that kind of makes her her. Well, and yeah. her, like, Summertime Sadness, that was the first song I think everybody, like, on the radio at least, like, heard from her. And, and so, like, I don't know. Just, just be, that's, like, an occurring thing for, reoccurring thing for her. Yeah. That must really mean something to her. Which I feel like when they, I listen to the way she references it a lot of times, um, it's always something that's, like, reminding her of summer or, like, she wishes it was still summer. Like, maybe she's, like, got, like, seasonal depression or something, and, like, she's just always constantly, like, trying to find things that give her summer vibes. I don't know. Or maybe she just loves summer. It seems like that could be two things. Like, like for any of you guys who've taken AP literature (laughs) or, like, I guess an English class now, um, like, summer and winter like have like definitions in literature like whenever they people like mention them like Mm -hmm. they have like specific meanings like summer is like happiness and whatever and then winter is like death and sadness and so I think it could be that like she's trying to evoke that like just from a literature standpoint like in her construction of the song yeah or um you mentioned like the American dream with it so like the American dream and summer like those together sort of make like the aesthetic of like what she's going for which is a lot of times like the 1950s and 60s like in a lot of her music videos yeah and so i i don't know if she's just trying to like brand herself with that like using those words like in a lot of her songs right um that could be it too um and then overall i just i just like her vibe I just, like, she makes me feel like it's, we're in a whole nother year, like, when I listen to her music. Like, she makes me feel like it's, like, old times, like, even though I've never, like, lived in the 20s, like, yeah, she makes me feel, like, when I'm just listening and chilling, like, and listening to her vibe by myself, like, I just feel like, I don't know, 
like, like nostalgic. Yeah, almost. she can create that nostalgia like with yeah. her voice and like with her lyrics. Right, which I feel like she feels like. That's what she's she trying was to do. Totally born in the wrong generation, but yeah. Um, all right. So the next song I'm gonna play is called "Old Money." Um, it's from the album Ultraviolence, and this one I just really. This is another one of those songs that I just. I listen on repeat, like, by her, and this is another one. I feel like the way she uses her voice in this song, especially, like, I don't know, it just reminds, it just gives me that older sound, like, vibe, and I, I really like it, so I'm gonna go ahead and play that one. Blue hydrangea, gold cash divine, cashmere cologne, and white sunshine. Red racing cars, sunset and vine. The kids were young and pretty. Where have you been? Where did you go? Those summer nights seem long ago. So is the girl you used to call the queen of New York City. But if you send for me, you know I'll come. And if you
So before we start our discussion of this song, we have a guest DJ with us here today. Hello. This is DJ Hello. Grimlock. That's me. Yes. That's me. She's a good friend of ours. So she will be joining us for um, the rest of our podcast episode. So that was Old Money. And first I'll let you guys give your initial thoughts. It's poetry, but then she decided to sing. So yes. <laughs> so great. I kind of don't like poetry, but you know what? That's okay. Okay. I just have to think. I don't like that. Okay. But you liked the song? Yeah, it was pretty. Cool. It never says old money in it. (laughs) Okay. It does say (laughs) cashmere cologne. And I would have been very confused if you did not look at the lyrics. Because it's cashmere comma cologne. Right. Not cashmere cologne. Which is very important. Very different. You said cold cash, and then afterwards you said hot sunshine, and I thought that was a cute little duet. Yes. Uh, no, it's white sunshine, actually. No, well, so that's what I was. Oh, okay. Well, so that's what I was going to talk about, actually. So the very first verse. So, before I explain what I'm going to explain, Lana talks a lot about summer in her songs, in a lot of her songs. Um, I'm pretty sure she mentioned it in the last song. I don't remember, but she she mentions it in a lot of her songs. Like definitely, obviously, "Summertime Sadness" was like one of her first like big hits. Um, a lot of them, and then also she references like America and the American Dream a, a shit ton in like a lot of her songs too. And I think what part of what she was doing with this verse was a red, white, and blue thing. She said blue hydrangea, white sunshine, and red racing cars. Okay. Yeah. So I think that that was her way of tying in, like, America's dream. Because she's just talking about, like, simpler times and, like, how things used to be. And mm-hmm. that she kind of misses that in a way. Oh, what She if? definitely did that on purpose. Yeah. I, she probably did because she's just amazing. But, yeah. So, like, <laughs> the opening, like, if you're reading it, because mm-hmm. I very distinctly remember reading or doing favorite things. Mm-hmm. In like fifth grade for music class. Yes. But like the way it looked looks so similar to favorite things. And if you if you listen under the assumption that like she fell in love with a guy mm-hmm. when she was younger. Yeah. And I don't know, he's old, but like that was her favorite thing. I right. think that maybe he was cute. Yeah. Maybe not in fifth grade, but like That is cute. Yeah. But yeah, that's what this sounds like. She's talking about like all the things that she misses and I think this guy is one of those things. Cause what she said she said, Where have you been? Where did you go? those summer nights seem long ago so like someone that she used to be close to and then but if you send for me you know i'll come and if you call for me you know i'll run so like 
even though they kind of lost touch, she's like, I'll always come back to you, though. That's kind of tragic. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> so sad. And then also, wait, that summer, the summer theme again. Those summer nights seem long ago. And every time I notice, like, every time she's talking about a dude from a long time ago, always has to, she always talks about summer. Is it, wait, does she talk about dudes from a long time ago frequently? Is it not just one dude? <laughs> yes. Dudes? Well, in multiple different songs. Like, if she talks about, I don't know if it's the same person or if it's multiple people, but when she does reference. I think, I think there's just one person, and every song, every song is connected, and it's just one big <laughs> super, I don't super think that's epic. true. No. I think Well, I know for a fact she's essay. dated multiple people, so. I think we should, I think we should take on a project. <laughs> And make an argumentative paper. It's <laughs> gonna be our next episode, part two. <laughs> also, like, okay, <laughs> this w- this would be like one piece of evidence for one of the body paragraphs. Oh my god. Okay. In this song, she uh. said like, "Will you still love me like when I'm no longer young and beautiful?" But like, get this, she didn't actually say that. She says it like in a different. She's like, "Will you still love me when I am words and not beauty?" Oh, 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 okay, yeah, so. And that's really similar to, like, her young and beautiful lyrics. Right, okay, she says, will you still love me when I shine from words but not from beauty? So, also, so in the last song, though, if you notice, it was more of, like, I'll do anything for you to love me, and here it's, like, are you still gonna love me when I'm being me? Like, in the last song, she, what did she say? Um, about, I can be your china doll if you want to see me fall. So, like, kind of what I mentioned before, like, I'll break myself for you. Like, I would do anything for you type of thing. And now she was like, will you still love me when I'm being me? And I'm popular because of me, not because of what I look like or my beauty. I always pictured, like, an old couple together. Like, Mm -hmm. I thought, that's, like, what I pictured now because she's Taylor. Yeah. Like, are you, like, here for, like, the long run? Like, will you always? Right. Well, because that's what she said, will you still love me when I'm not young and beautiful? And, like, in this one, too, it's, like, does she want my beauty? Like, she said, like, when she's older. Maybe, yeah. Like, yeah, it doesn't really matter because he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, gone. he could come back, and if he does, she'll run to him. But, no, because I don't think that's <laughs> says he's coming back. She just says, if you need me, she'll go to him. Right. So, well, really. that's the tragedy of the song. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's all I have to say. Notes. We can't analyze the. Oh, I have that one. That's just the randomly there. <laughs> no, <laughs> I have this random note that she worked on the song for about five years. I thought that was interesting. It's wow. a long time to. That's a lot of hurt. Yeah. Maybe she. W- maybe she was waiting for him to come back and for then five he years. <laughs> and and he, then he didn't. He didn't. And, that's why she kept adding and then she was like, it. "Well, <laughs> there's that." Right. But why is it called old actually listen to like in this time like the old time period that she's like referencing like they wouldn't actually listen to this music like this is not mm-hmm. what their music sounded like but like listening to it now you can hear that nostalgia in it mm-hmm. like it sounds it sounds like that time even though like they wouldn't have listened to it in that time like I thought of like The Great Gatsby like how mm-hmm. that was recently redone like another movie yeah. I got specifically that movie vibes like mm-hmm. from this. Yeah. So and it wasn't because of the lyrics, it was because of the vibe of the song. Okay. 
See, but, well, that's the other thing. First of all, that's my favorite movie. But second, I think of her when I think of that movie. But they also have her Young and Beautiful song running throughout yeah. the movie. Like, they'll have it in the background just mm -hmm. randomly playing at different times. So. And also, what's that? It also reminded me of that other one. Um, it was a movie in the 50s. And it had Audrey Hepburn in it. And Humphrey Bogart. I have no clue. Thor. <laughs> Me and Dee Dee never know what she's talking about. No. I forgot <laughs> the name of the movie, but it's about, okay, Audrey Hepburn, like this one, like, her family, like, is, like, part of, like, the servant people. Like, mm -hmm. her dad, like, works on the cars, and then her, her mom, I think her mom's dead. Her mom died, but, like, she was originally, like, anyway, she lives, like, <laughs> on, like, next to this mansion, and her family, like, has worked like for these people mm -hmm. and she's in love with like one of the sons like the younger son but the son is like really a player and mm -hmm. he doesn't like pay any attention to her so then Audrey Hepburn's like you know what I'm gonna take myself to Paris and learn about Whoa. myself and so then oh she wow. becomes like super sophisticated how did she get enough money if she became a sports writer I don't know I guess if you like <laughs> it's a movie from the 50s the okay, part okay, doesn't matter <laughs> Hollywood in the fifties. It just details aren't important. Go ahead. And then, <laughs> <laughs> then I think there was like something like somebody died and then they left her like money to go. Oh. oh okay. Probably something like yeah, that. it had to be something because there's no way this yeah. girl would have just so gone to Paris. She comes back. She comes back and she thinks she's gonna try to get like the young, the younger brother, like that she's always had a crush on. And then she gets the older brother. Yes. How did you yeah. know? Because I don't know the way you said it. <laughs> Yes, the emphasis younger on younger is yeah. what gave it away. Yeah, and oh. <laughs> ended up liking the older brother better. Aww, and she cute. like, but I don't know, I got that kind of vibe, like, like she went off, but she still th thought she was like in love with this one person. Mm -hmm. Oh, I get it. Oh. Okay. Well, I guess picture her. <laughs> is she oh. going to run to him if <laughs> he calls for her? Not anymore, because she likes the other three's better. Wow. Oh, but it'd be really nice if, like, the younger guy was like, oh, what a fool I've been, and then he falls in love with her, because then he's like, a tortured soul, because, like, that's, that's just too true in romance, is she rather to like the older brother or something. Well, he kind of did like her, but then she realized that he was, like, too immature for her. Yeah. We're going to move on now. <laughs> okay. 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 Last song for the for today. Um, okay, this one is off her newest album. What year? Called, oh, 28, no, 2019. Yeah, 2019, right. like it just, just came out. Okay. A few months ago, I think. Interesting. Yes. Um, and I have had it on repeat since, because <laughs> I love this album, and I love every song on it. So it was actually really hard for me to choose a song from this album. But, oh, and the album is called um, Norman Effing Rockwell. Not gonna, okay. yeah. Okay. I have to bleep my own myself on my own podcast. But anyway, um, it's called Happiness is a Butterfly. You can start thinking about what that means before we listen to the song. But I will go ahead and play that now. Do you want me or do you not? I heard one thing. Now I'm hearing another. Dropped a pin to my parking spot 
The bar was hot, it's 2 a.m. It feels like summer. Happiness is a butterfly. Try to catch it like every night. It escapes from my hands into moonlight. Every day is a lullaby. I'm it on the phone like every night. Sing it for my babies on the tour life. Ah. If he's a serial killer. Then what's the worst that can happen to a girl who's already hurt? I'm already hurt. If he's as bad as they say, then I guess I'm cursed. Looking into his eyes, I think he's already hurt. He's already hurt. I said, don't be a jerk, don't call me a taxi. Sitting in your sweatshirt, crying in the backseat. Ooh, I just wanna dance with you. Hollywood and Vine, black rabbit in the alley. I just wanna hold you tight down the avenue. I just wanna dance with you. I just wanna dance with baby. I just wanna dance. With you, baby, I just wanna dance with you. Left the canyon, drove to the flood. I was one thing, now I'm being another. Lowered down to sunset in the truck. I'll pick you up. Okay. 
though. So, go ahead. First of all, butterfly <laughs> is my thing. Okay. Oh. Okay. Oh my God. Me. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard this song before, and I wrote something that was about butterflies and dancing, and now Lyceum is gonna think I copied Lana Del Rey. No, they're not. No. Yes, they are. <laughs> Why don't you write a very worded letter to Lana? <laughs> you can take it up with her. You stole my idea. Because butterflies are dancing. Well, when did you write? Common. Well, when did you write your thing, Livy? Like a month ago. Well, it was after the album came out, so yes, you're screwed. <laughs> you're screwed. No, it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. Did you write about serial killers? Then I think you're okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, serial killer buddies are the best. Uh, Not like in real life, but like but fictional. Like, oh, so cute. So are you one of those what? that like? Listen. Okay. Like on Netflix when they came out with the. Um, I was so happy <laughs> to watch you. Okay. Oh no no don't spoil anything. Fine, I spoil. have to watch it still. I have a general idea of what goes down, but. Well, the book. Well, the show is different from the books apparently. Oh well, I don't want to know either way. Okay. Just but murder buddies. Is So, there's a lot going on in this song. There's a lot going on. Well, and so something that we were kind of talking about before, like, while the song was playing, was that um, her mm, her songs, the way they have kind of evolved, like, throughout her career, um, as far as, like, relationships and stuff goes, I feel like she takes a lot of control um, now than she used to, or at least through her songs, that's kind of the theme that's happening, is before it was, like, I'll do anything for anybody and I'll just keep getting hurt and now it's like she almost like doesn't care she's like I know I'm gonna get hurt so just like do you want me or not like the I don't know kind of what I got from it but she's like cut to the chase yeah know? like she's not down for any BS like she's just like she's very honest yeah I don't care she's very if you blunt because I'm already hurt but I also want you right so are we gonna do it or not what's wrong with yeah, she literally said, it's the way, I just love the way she puts it. She, if he's a serial killer, then what's the worst that can happen to a girl that's already hurt? I'm already hurt. And it's like, wow, okay. So, it's just like, I've been hurt so much that if he murders me, it doesn't really matter at this point. Like, that's damn. Crazy. Yeah, but no. Um, And then the whole happiness is a butterfly thing. So the happiness My is a, butterfly. yeah, shush. <laughs> Happiness is a butterfly. I try to catch it like every night and escapes from my hands into moonlight. So basically, obviously, saying she can't get happiness no matter what. Also, she said she was one. She was one person, but then she was another. And butterflies mm -hmm. go from being a little caterpillar into crystallization, and then they go into a whole. They go thing. into a cocoon. Yep. My oh. boyfriend and I have an inside joke about <laughs> cocoons, so that's just why I like did that. But they go into cocoons and they come out mm -hmm. butterflies. They die soon. They drink sweet nectar. They drink. They drink the pollen, which in this case I guess could be love. It's all she wants, it's but it's fleeting. Yeah. And I'm sorry, <laughs> but when do butterflies ever fly off into the moon? Because whenever I see a butterfly, they're always darting along. <laughs> in the grass <laughs> and they fly horizontally before I can chase it like they never go up they always go <laughs> <laughs> I never see them in the moonlight I always see them by flowers it's another thing you could and take up with like Lana they're never around at night like, like 
butterflies don't do anything at night. Like, they're just around during the Okay, day. well, she's using it as a metaphor for happiness. We only want legitimate metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> butterflies. It's not legit. I'm trying to picture it. Well, okay, so she also did tweet. Happiness is a firefly because it burns quickly, and then they die out, and then they blink on and off throughout the night. I think that would work. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Okay, well, I don't know how, well, <laughs> freaking Owl City already did that, so. Right. <laughs> Do you not believe your eyes? Um, okay, wait, so she tweeted, she said, happiness is a butterfly, which, when, what, which one, what? Hold on, I can't even read my own handwriting. Oh, sorry, okay, happiness is a butterfly, which, when pursued, is always just beyond your grasp, but which, if you sit down quietly, may alight upon you. That is such a firefly. Listen, every time you go and try to catch a firefly, it blinks out because you were chasing the light, and now you're stuck, like, where did it go, and then it blinks That's back. That's not true, though. I've it. caught plenty of fireflies. Okay, how many butterflies have you caught? I don't know if you've ever grown... None, but sometimes it's sad. It, I've had a butterfly land on me before. And I freaked out. They're kind of ugly. <laughs> I just got I just got an image of like you know the SpongeBob episode where they zoom into Sandy's <laughs> butterfly and it's like bzzz, and it's like all <laughs> freaky yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're not for distance, they're like, I freak out. Oh goodness. Yeah, but like the like the wings are nice, but the whole face looks like the yeah, insect. Yeah. yeah. Um. Make it look by accident. I accidentally killed a caterpillar <laughs> caterpillar once and I was very devastated. Um. Speaking of killing. Guys Are you okay? Grown green cabbage. <laughs> no. <laughs> it is like the worst thing ever unless you put a bunch of pesticides on it. Because these little like white moth things will lay a bunch of eggs on the green cabbage and then it's a bunch of green caterpillars all over it and they'll eat your cabbage. <laughs> but you're providing for the butterflies of the earth. Those butterflies. <laughs> okay, Dwight. I so many of them. Why did you write something about butterflies and dancing then? <laughs> These are moths. Okay. You different. didn't say that. You said they're butterflies. But, okay. Oh my different. god, you're being such a white shoot, shoot right now. These. You, you my beasts. <laughs> the beasts eat my beasts. The deer, eat, the deer are eating my beasts. But the Bears, cabbage, beasts. the moths, the life. white moths that you see that mm. look so pretty. No, they don't. I like from far away when they're just like fluttering. Yeah. I have an immediately hateful response when I see them. Why? Regular butterflies are so pretty. Like, I'll just see them, like, in the grass, and I'll be like, oh, what a nice butterfly today. I'll just change colors. But, like, a white moth, I'm like, kill no. <laughs> because they completely decimated my cabbage crop. <laughs> I'm never going to grow green <laughs> cabbage again. Like, part of me feels bad for you, but <laughs> but it's like... <laughs> I feel bad for you in two ways right now. One, that you you're upset about your cabbage, but two, like I'm are you okay mentally? Like are are you stable? Okay, wait. Never gonna be okay wait, wait, wait. This leads me life. into my next topic. That was a perfect segue. Hold on. Wait, hold on. I it was a perfect segue. The next lyric the line I wanna talk about has to do with being mentally unstable. So wait for it, okay? So she says, Don't be a jerk, don't call me a taxi sitting in your sweatshirt, crying in the back seat, okay? Well, now wait for it, okay? So, initially, it's like, probably they're breaking up, and she's like, I'm not giving up yet. 
right? Okay. Kind of what it sounds like. A fam theory, because of the way she says it, she says, sitting in your sweatshirt, crying in the back seat. A fan theory, there a lot of people are saying it should be reversed, shouldn't it? Like, sitting in the back seat, crying in your sweatshirt, not sitting in your sweatshirt, crying in the back seat. Okay, what right? is the fan theory? What's, what's well, the so the theory is that, that the, because of the way she said it, it's kind of portraying that you're possibly, unst- you have an unstable mind from emotional trauma. Like saying things out of order? Right. I mean, I guess, but also, I don't know, there's just a lot of, there's just a lot of phrases where like... Some people say rock, paper, scissors, and other people say scissors, <laughs> paper, rock. And you're like, bro, I'm, you're stupid. And the other person's like, bro, you're stupid. Well, but also, well, so, like, part of me is like, that That could be it. But also, like, yeah. I feel like it could be said that way. I feel like it could be said sitting right. in your sweat. Like, it did not make sense right. to me <laughs> that way. But I, I was just saying. That's, that's a bit of a reach. Like, if there saying. was if Why there are was you more standing evidence, up? Well, we have to go. But oh. if there was more evidence. <laughs> they have to go to class. <laughs> I can't talk about what I'm reading talking by myself. Sure you can. You take over this mic, and then you come over to this <laughs> chair. I'm going to take over that mic. Okay, I'm going to have to wait for you for next time to oh, record. I'm waiting for you. Okay. All right, well, that is going to conclude our discussions for the songs, and then next time we sit down to record, we will take on our mini topic, which will be dreams for this podcast. And nightmares. Yeah. Beyonce. No. Oh God. Okay. All right, guys. Okay. So we are back to recording from our break that we have taken. Our hiatus. Yes. And we have lost um, BJ Grimlock, so she will not be here to discuss our mini topic today. Our mini topic is dreams. Yes. So, dreams is a pretty broad topic. I think there's a lot to cover when it comes to this. We did talk somewhat about sleep paralysis in our first episode. So that I think we pretty much covered. But I kind of want to hear what you have to say first about dreams. So we're talking about like sleeping dreams, right? Right. Not, yeah, not, not like I have a dream. No. Yeah. Well, my first documented dream I was really little. I was probably like five. And in this dream, there was ice cream truck going around mm-hmm. and it was playing music. But I was on the run because I knew the truth about the ice cream truck. Oh no. If you saw the ice cream truck, it had actually had a giant mechanical hand off the top of it. And so whenever like <laughs> the so kids creepy. would come like running towards it, then it would grab the kid and put it in the truck. What? Because <laughs> it was a it was an ice cream truck run by vampires, and they wanted to suck the blood of all the children. <laughs> oh, goodness. And so I was hiding behind a tree in my neighborhood, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, I felt the whole hand, like, grab and pull me up, and I felt this whoosh. Oh, Lord. And then I woke up, and I was on the floor. I was originally on the couch. The first thing I heard when I woke up was, now she is. It was my brother. <laughs> my mom had asked if I was awake oh. and wanted my brother to go find out. Mm-hmm. And he pushed me off the couch. Oh my god! And then I woke up. Wow, that's cruel. <laughs> that sucks. Um, hmm. 
I don't think I know I've had dreams about like vampires before, but for some reason I can't like pinpoint any specific dream. I have like a story from when I was younger. It's kind of short. I'll tell it, I guess, like somewhat related to vampires. But basically, so like when I used to live in Westland, I had these neighbors and like I was friends with them. Like we were cool, but they were all older than me. Like I was in elementary school and I think most of them were like in middle school or high school. So, like, they'd hang out with me, but, like, they would mess with me, like, all the time. Like, all the time. Like, about anything. And <laughs> um, one time, one of the girls gave me, like, she gave me, like, a hair tie. And she was like, you have to wear this hair tie. And, like, that means you're part of, like, our vampire club. And, like, you'll be a vampire if you wear this hair tie. So, I was like, okay, lit. Like, I'm going to be a vampire. <laughs> I don't remember how old I was, but it was definitely elementary school. So, like, okay, I'll wear the hair tie. And then she's like, but she was like, my own rule, like, you can never take it off. Because, like, if you take it off, like, you won't be a vampire anymore. And, like, you'll never be allowed, like, in the club again. So I was like, okay. And I, like, swore I would, like, never take it off. And I think I just, like, forgot one day. And I, like, wasn't wearing it. And she saw me. And then she was like, oh, that's it. Like, you took it off. Like, you're not a vampire anymore. Like, you can't be a part of the club. And I, <laughs> I was crying. <laughs> and I was, like, begging her to, like, let me. And she's like, nope, not how it works. And, like, it was kind of cruel now that I think about it but like at the same time I was stupid enough to believe that I was a vampire now so yeah I don't know that's rude yeah right they also they did a lot of stuff to me yeah see like they did a lot of stuff to me like um they almost gave me a swirly one time like they threatened to like they held me over the toilet like in their house and then for a while my mom was like you can't go over there anymore (laughs) um (laughs) But, like, at, to be fair, though, like, one time when I was, um, I was young. I was, like, maybe five or younger. And one of them had a BB gun. And I was, like, can I hold it? He was, like, in high school. I'm, like, can I hold it? And he was, like, no. And then I, like, begged him to let me hold it. And he was, like, and he was, like, fine. But, like, you can't shoot it. Like, and it was loaded. It was a loaded BB gun. I was, like, five years old. He was, like, you can do whatever you do. You can't shoot it. But I'll let you hold it. And then <laughs> I shot him in the stomach. <laughs> yeah, so. Oh, my God. Standing, like, not even a foot away from him. So, like, oh can imagine no. how much that hurt. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't like right. me after that. I was like, why would you let someone five or younger hold a BB gun? That's his fault. I'm, n- I'm not even at fault for that one. I just wanted to see what would happen. I didn't think it was, like, he didn't sound serious. I was like, oh, I'm just going to shoot it and it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if it? What if it was an actual gun? That would have been so messed up. He, but I think he had a scar after that. Well, you think he has something badass to show all the ladies? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Okay, we gotta like, get back I to. I got these in the war. <laughs> really, it was his five-year-old neighbor. Yeah, shot him. Five-year-old girl neighbor shot him in the stomach with a BB gun. Yeah. Okay, we should probably get back to dreams. That went really off-topic, but whatever um my earliest dream that I remember I think it was like three and I was living in my old house and I just remember like I got up from bed like in the dream and I went by to where our like basement stairs were and like I looked down the stairs and the drag the dragon from Shrek was like 
hanging upside down, like sleeping at the bottom of the stairs. And like at like at three, I was like, holy crap. Like that was scary yeah. to me. And then and I'm looking over the ledge, like to the bottom of the stairs. And then this demon thing like grabs my hands, like puts his hands on top of mine and like says my name like really creepily. So then I like run to my bed. Um no, like I ran to my parents' room, I think, in the dream. They they like weren't there. So then I got, got freaked out and then I ran to my bed and like that was all I remember. But yeah, that was the earliest dream I remember. I think I was literally like three or four. So scary stuff. Yeah, it might have an effect on you. Yeah. I thought about it for a lot of years. <laughs> like more of like what was wrong with me? But yeah. Um, as far as scary dreams go, I hate Insidious. Mm. What did Insidious do to you? It, Insidious was the first horror movie I watched, mm. and it's like, it's like, oh my gosh, like you can't even like sleep. You like you're not safe when you sleep. Right. That totally like messed me up. I was like, mm. I was like, I think I probably did have like a couple dreams where like it was essentially like what happened in Insidious, where like you lose your body and then you're there. Yeah. I wake up. But, like, (sighs) you don't feel safe. Like, you... (laughs) Sleep is, like, solace. Like... Yeah. Sleep is, like, (laughs) escape from all your worries. Except, Mm -hmm. like, Insidious is, like, nope. Yeah. Not today. You're never safe. Not even when you sleep. That's creepy. Um, have you ever had a premonition dream? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll be like, but it'll be like when I am enacting it, like for real, then I'll be like, I dreamt about this and I know exactly what's going to happen now. Right. Like that. Has that ever happened about something like really like major? No. No? Just little things? Um, well, my mom has had it more like with more like significant things like Hmm. um she had a dream that like she's gonna get in a car crash and then after that everything is gonna like turn bad and um this past spring so like a year ago now um she's got like in a minor accident like um somebody just like tried to like hurt Mm -hmm. her car um and then after that pretty soon after that um, like within a month, she found out that her dad um, got diagnosed with uh, stage four pancreatic cancer. Jeez. So that sucks. That. So she's had more like major. Right. Things, yeah. So it's like a significant life. Yeah. Change. My wow. stuff has always been like just like conversation. Yeah, things. mine's just little stuff that yeah. just happens during the day. Okay, I have like a theory that like I think deja vu is just premonition dreaming and the reason i say that is because well like it's kind of the same thing almost except like you have deja vu and you're like oh like i feel like i've been here before but you're not you don't necessarily recognize that it was from a dream and then premonition dreaming is more like oh i dreamt that this was going to happen and then it did but we dream like every night even when we don't realize it or don't remember them so i think that's I, I don't know. That's my theory. I think that deja vu is just premonition dreaming. Like, 
because even though you don't remember your dreams like it could have still happened and then so that's why when something happens it seems so familiar and you're not sure why I don't know I always thought like dreams would be like from your past lives or from your future lives or from even like parallel universes like your lives and theirs because like I've had a lot of dreams that repeat like or they'll be different dreams but mm-hmm. they'll be like in the same setting like it'll be like this yeah. one town right and okay so like as I have like specific um like dream locations that I've had mm-hmm. different dreams like one is like a utopian like everything's pastel colored like it's never nighttime out hmm. and it's like like all the houses are in a row with like picket fences Right. And um, usually in those dreams, I'm, like, on the run. So I don't know, like, <laughs> what that means. Um, and then I had this, I've had this other, this other location is where, um, like, everything's, it's always, it's, like, always nighttime. And hmm. it's, like, like That's there are these gorgeous, like, mansions, but there's, like, this dark, gilded elegance to all of the houses that are, like, in a row. It's, like... Like when people, oh, what it what it really reminds me of is like, um, you know when you have fake like neighborhoods mm-hmm. and you make like the fake Halloween neighborhood, yeah, where everything's like sparkly, black and purple, right? It's sort of like that. Okay. But um, I don't know. I sort of feel like at home there, but like everybody who lives there is like a bunch of witches and stuff. <laughs> like at every house. Maybe but you're a witch in another life. I I guess so, <laughs> and like. But inside the house is so, like, gorgeous and, like, um, ornate everywhere. Yeah. It was, it kind of reminds me of, like, like, the excessive 1920s parties and stuff, mm-hmm. like, on the inside. Yeah. I've never, I don't think I've ever really had dreams like that or dreams that have had, like, a constant, um, location or, like, theme of location. Um, but I have a lot of dreams where... Like, I'll be in a location that I'm familiar with, but it, and I'll know that I'm in that location, but it looks nothing like the actual location does. Like, for example, like, I'll be at my house, and I know in the dream that I'm at my house, but it looks nothing like my house. But, like, I know it's mine. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But at the same time, though, like, dreams <sighs> dreams are weird, and dreams are complex, and, like, I, I mean, I do think that a lot of our dreams don't mean anything necessarily, um, but I think that some of them could. But, yeah. I don't know. I think it depends. I don't remember a lot of my dreams, but I think that's common. I think you have to wake up during your dream cycle to remember your dreams. Yeah, there, well, and then also, like, not even that a dream necessarily means something, but I think dreams can reflect how you are feeling, even when you're sleeping. Oh. Because, like... I have people in my dreams all the time, and I'm like, well, when I wake up, I'm like, oh, that's who's in my subconscious all the time. Well, there's that, but, like, um, like for example, like, when I got on my anti-anxiety medication, my dream cycle, like, was different, like, because of, um, I wasn't, didn't have, like, a constant, um, anxious or, like, stressful feeling, because, like, I didn't even realize I was still feeling it, like, when I slept. Um, and that was actually determining, like, how a lot of my dreams, like, went. And also, 
um, it changed, when I say it changed my dream cycle, um, basically what it did was it put me in REM sleep for a longer amount of time. Um, so I was remembering my dreams more uh, vividly. And my dreams actually started to turn into like one consistent story rather than like a bunch of random stuff, which like I thought was pretty cool. Because yeah. then I could remember it and, like, make sense out of it. But, like, yeah, before it was either random stuff or, like, I used to have a lot more nightmares than I do now. But, yeah. Dreams are crazy. <laughs> I, I would always, when I was a kid, I'd always want to, like, continue the dream. But I never could yes. get myself to do it. <sighs> like, continue it, like, the next night, like, the next episode of right. Living Dream. I would, like, try so hard. I would do that all the time. Like, if it was a dream I was really enjoying for whatever yeah. reason. Like, or even just at night. Like, trying to, if you, like, wake up from it and you, like, want to go back to bed and keep dreaming that dream. Mm-hmm. Like, I would try so hard to, like, hold on have to that. Yeah. yeah, like, I'd be like, that's all I would, like, think about. And yeah. I would, like, or I would keep repeating, like, certain words. So, like, when I fell asleep, yeah, I would dream. Yeah, so if and you, it, like, try to get, go get some water and then come back. Yeah, it would never happen. I think I maybe did it, like, once or twice, and that's what kept me going. It happened to me once, unintentionally, and it wasn't even, it was a nightmare. It wasn't even a good dream. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, and so every time I tried, it would never work, but, I think I tried, um, I had one dream about Peter Pan, and, like, Mm -hmm. I specifically remember, like, we were flying over, like, my house in my backyard. Yeah. I, like, specifically remember and, like, flying over my own neighborhood. Um, and that's why I remember from that dream. But I think I tried to go, on, go back to sleep after that. Yeah. And tried to continue it or, like, even, like, the next night. Because it was a really good dream, you know? Just, like, you're flying. Right. Those are the best ones. Um, but now I think I'm, like, I was the right age to literally be in Peter Pan. I was, like, 11 <laughs> at the time. I was, like... Mm-hmm. You know, if Peter Pan is like ready to go to Neverland, real, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, like you're like, I'll go, I'll get, I'll sneak out of the house and go, for sure. Well, you go out the window. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, but still, sne- it's yeah. still technically sneaking out. I love how I love how in kids' movies, like, there's all these like, like in the movie, it's like, yeah, like that's such a good idea, and then you think about that actually happening in real life. It's like some strange man who could fly wearing tights, like. <laughs> flew into your room was like hey come with me like what'd you do it <laughs> i'll be like he's scared yeah um yeah he could fly yeah but that doesn't mean what okay if somebody was there and couldn't fly i'd be like get up <laughs> they can fly so and that's then the determining factor yeah, whether they can, can fly or not since we like he, like tinkerbell can fairy dust can make all of us fly so like wouldn't we want to go flying <laughs> I guess. Like a dude, yeah. It's not like he has a van. Like, he was just flying. <laughs> How do you know that? You only saw him coming through the window. You didn't. You don't know if he's got a van. Well, oh, because he's flying, away. so why he would only, he need a van? Yeah, he only, he only needs <laughs> flying as his form of transportation. Okay, fine. I'll stop. <laughs> okay, so before we wrap up, I would just like to tell all of our listeners, if anyone is listening, um, that... We have a plan, probably, it'll probably be up this week, and we will make an announcement when it is up, but we will be making um, either an Instagram account, a Twitter account, or both, so that our um, listeners can interact with us, and we'll have, like, polls on there, and, like, or just, um, you know, you can, like, ask us, we'll, we'll, like, 
we'll say what our mini topic will be like for the next episodes coming up and like you guys can ask us specific questions that you want us to answer or like things you want to know about like the djs like whatever you guys want so um i think it'll just be a fun way to interact with our listeners so that is our plan (laughs) with that being said i'm dj ocean and i'm dj jitterbug signing off and thank you for listening to the oj show bye guys Mm -hmm.